And with the coach, again, he's like, so what do you want your life to look like? Well, I don't know. Like, do you mean I can shape it? Do you mean I'm in control of, of how this thing works out? That's mental. And so many people don't ever ask themselves that question ever. Welcome to another episode of Spotlight with Lisa and Saskia from Bloom Bakers. On today's episode, we're going to be focusing in on the unique challenges of being a mother and entering motherhood whilst running it and setting up a business. Just talk to, I just want to understand that, uh, talk through why you started it. Yeah, that's, I think that's quite an interesting start point for yourselves. Yeah, I think we are both not from the UK. So I'm from the Netherlands and Lisa's from Germany. And when we moved here, we just realized that there were specific foods, sweet foods that we really missed from home. And um, we sort of moved here around the same time. And then we started working for the same uh, marketing company. And, um, and I think we started talking about, I think it was a sourdough starter or something like that. Um, which is completely not sweet, by the way. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was evident that we both liked baking. And, um, and I had trialed something for six months and realized that I needed to go back to a, an actual uh, job that earned me some money. Um, but I shown it to Lisa and she was like, oh, you know, that, that's interesting. We could, we could start something together. And so it took us about maybe two or three years to get our act yeah. together in between having babies and God knows what. And then, yeah, we just combined our recipe books, mainly Lisa's recipe books. <laughs> My grandma's like, yeah, yeah amazing. And, and we, started, we started baking. We went to um, local farmers markets and, um, and people seemed to like what we, what we did. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of why we started. And then, I think what kept us going amidst having another child and things being very busy was just how we could be ourselves when we met to bake. Like other friends meet to maybe get drunk or party, but as a mother, you can't really do that anymore. So it was it was a space for us to to do something that we enjoy, to be creative. Um, it almost gave us it gave us an excuse. Like it, if I'd said to my husband, "Have the kids," I'm going shopping he would have maybe been like he wouldn't have but you know it was it it, it was um uh, a container for us that we that was just ours and um so that away from parenting yeah away from parenting yeah, yeah. because us... i think when you have children it's a very uh, for women anyway i don't know what it's like for men but for women it's very all-encompassing and you have to figure out who you are again as well so you kind of lose a little bit of who you were before and i think within bloom we could still be that woman again you know so it was kind of a space where we could be that person without being a mother at the same time interestingly you said it was like an excuse as you referred to as that i can see i i I, that i think that it's interesting to relate that to like how you when uh i would say that like every time i stepped away to do something with this when I was on holiday or something, that was just an excuse because I was like, actually, this is what I'm really passionate about. Yeah. So, like, you created it, it's interesting you call it an excuse, and that's become like a yeah, it, business. It's not like a hobby that always had a purpose in a way. Like, I, I, I think our time was so precious and still is that I couldn't have justified sitting down and doing some aquarelle drawing. You know, I, I needed some, I needed it to 
do something in a way, but maybe that's also the person or the yeah. people we are. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's interesting to like listen to you talk about it in the concept that it seems like you're like packaging up like your drive in like some form of excuse to step away from parenting, but then it's become a full on business for you. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's that's what that's really is like a really interesting take on like how you like mentally compartmentalized what you're doing, no? Yeah, yeah, because I think also we never set out to build this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you don't. You, <laughs> you don't, know, well, you like uh, we just completely were like, oh, you know, we and we weren't best friends before either. Probably we just met really. at work, we, but I was like, oh, you look like, like a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a nice person. And like, how about we do something nice together, you know? Yeah. And, but the funny thing is, and maybe because we worked in marketing, so when we did, sit down together and sort of start this thing we somehow did build a brand oh, even so though seriously <laughs> yeah we weren't we didn't set out to do it but somehow it's like oh well you know we need to have a nice logo and when we no went side. to market honestly people would come by our stall and they'd be like wow this really is the prettiest uh, <laughs> stall you know i've seen in a in a long long time and on this market it like it's 10 above the rest and i was like oh okay i must be doing something good but it was just it came natural to us because we wanted to do something fun and i think the person the people that we are we want to do it well there's no point in doing it otherwise Uh, a lot of a lot of care and and passion and yeah i guess just again wanting to do things wanting to bring ourselves into into the whole thing is there qualities of learning from being a parent that you've then actually injected that into your business that you wouldn't have in your business if you didn't have kids? If we hadn't had kids, we might not have done it. Just because it makes you want to be the best person you can be and it makes you want to have the best life you can have almost. And I remember having my daughter and thinking, so when you turn one, I have to go back to that job and you have to go to a nursery where you sit on the floor with other kids. And, you know, I was just like, is this it? Like, I, I couldn't quite get my head around that. Um, so it just pushed me on to, because my daughter was eight months old when we decided to start and three months later we launched. Um, so it was a very stressful time. I was still very sleep deprived, but it was for some reason we were starting to build part of which it has become now this life that allows us to work around our children and they are always going to be the priority. And that's not because we need an excuse or we, we're not, not, not working hard, but it's, it's just a fact. Like there's no one, obviously we have dads, so our kids have dads, um, but you're always going to be the person who school calls when there's an issue and we want to be the people who can pick them up and I've gone, I'm in a meeting, see you later. You know, it's that's just what it is as a mother, I suppose. So so for that, I'd say without having had our children, we might just never have done it because you're like, oh yeah, I'll do that later. And then you just never do it. Yeah, and also I think we are both adventurous people. So before we had children, we traveled a lot. Um, I worked abroad a lot. Um, and when you have children, you're... Uh, radius becomes very small, right? Because they need to go to school, they have nursery, you want to build a stable environment for them. So we couldn't go on that adventure anymore, but we still wanted an adventure. And I think that's why we started Bloom as well. Um, yeah. And in terms of the the qualities of learnings from being a, a parent that we injected into the into the business, that there's a lot there. It's For me, it's you get out of 
what you put in and that's not necessarily time or money but it's you know your attention your love your passion creativity like the more you put in the more you get from it um it's also patience like you can't force things with your children or with with your business you know things happen when the time's right they're going to walk when they're ready to walk and your business will walk when it's ready to yeah, walk it's so a good it's, analogy that is yeah so it's yeah. um i think that yeah that that maybe set us up nicely for um not rushing things with the business in hindsight honestly which is obviously 2020 but i i would not change a thing of how we started yeah. you know because sometimes i mean I, I think everybody does this but you look at your competition and you look at the other people who are like they don't have kids and they just seem to from year one just fly and like you know blow up and for us it was such a gradual gradual pace but within that pace we were able to learn so much about who we are um what the how do you say that what the what the potential is of the business how we should best structure it to make it work for our lives like if we just from the from the get-go said oh yeah we're going to start a cafe we're going to borrow 50 50 grand from the bank or i don't know how much I think we would have hated it. Mm. I would have, we would have hated every single step of it because we now know, oh my God, I don't want a cafe. Like that would never work for our lifestyles. Like the way that we build it so incrementally means that every step of the way we've had time to think and to feel, does this work, yay or nay? And if it's nay, we go the other way. If it's yay, we, we keep it. And I think where we are now is, is a testament to all those years. What advice would you give for someone trying to create a shared vision? Because that's what, that's essentially a big, I think that's a massive pitfall for duo or trio entrepreneurs versus solo entrepreneurs as well. The key is is communication and also being, being very clear about your own values and your own vision because only then when someone challenges it, you can say, yeah, but this is, what I want my life to be like, or this is the, the life I want to build or live. Um, so I think for us, we're maybe lucky in a way that there's a lot of parallels. So we, we're both not from here, we're both mothers. Saskia's a few years ahead, her kids are a little bit older, but um, that, there's a lot of parallels. Um, and to be honest, it's probably not even been a year that we have a clear vision written down. I think we were muddling around for a long time. And it's only now that we go, okay, this is where we're heading. Um, and when we started to figure that out, kind of um, started doing some coaching, so individually, but also business coaching. And uh, and in the end, we came up with pretty much the same vision. And I don't know if that was luck or if it was that we always saw that in each other, that we do have those shared values. And therefore, I was never worried that Saskia might one day say, yeah, but I want to make millions and I don't care if our packaging is eco-friendly. And you know, all these things that, um, yeah. We, that are important to you. That are important to me. I kind of knew that they would also be important to her because yeah. we probably wouldn't have been attracted to each other in a way. I don't know. It is the one thing that has always surprised me, how well the fit is and how incredibly shared our vision is like to the point where you know we we sometimes like she is my sister like in the sense that somehow we grew up in different countries different parents but the foundation 
of us I feel is the same and I understand that that doesn't translate to a color you know what you but there's a lot of trust there to say okay well I think this well you know but I think this and but I think this because of xyz um and now that we're doing the coaching together as well for the for the business um I think we're finding that our foundation is the same but our personalities are um complementing each other yeah so I have things that she has less of and she has things that I have less of and and somehow it balances out you know and it's 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 been a, a wonder for me anyway throughout this entire journey that I'm like I don't understand how we are so aligned when we put our heads together the answer is always better you mentioned about like coaching so is that something that you've in invested in uh recently so that's kind of like the ongoing support so um why is investing in coaching been a good investment for you we needed somebody from the outside who was a little bit more object objective and um, to help us develop the business further and develop ourselves further and to help us access the answers within because i think i think the way that I feel like we're growing our businesses, we're growing ourselves first, and then we're at a stage where everything else is quite easy. But I think if if you're not in a good place and if you're, you know, maybe working a lot from your ego rather than, again, if you don't know what why you're doing this, then I don't think, I think you can only ever get so far. So the coach really helped us to find out what our values are, what is important for us, why are we doing this? And then it's just like the, the clarity part and the, the structural part, like he puts goals into place with us and then we have like action actions that we need to take in a certain time frame to then get to it. And, and the funny thing is, because we, we never did that before, like I certainly never set myself a goal and said, maybe I did subconsciously, but I said, by this time I want to have achieved that. But since we do it, it, it works, doesn't it? It's, it's just, it's the craziest thing. Like yeah, if anyone had yeah, said yeah, that, yeah. we were like, yeah, right. But it does, like just, and even like we, we did this annual assessment the other week and um, not the tax one, the yeah. mental <laughs> one. Um, and it was just, we were like, everyone should do that. Just like, how have I showed up in the past year? And like all these questions and, and like the whole, what, why am I doing this and what's important to me and like how many people are walking through life just just you know like yeah. hamsters in the wheel without ever looking out what there is to see and so I think the coaches really instilled that I think we always had it as people like I I remember sitting in, in any job I ever had and I was like is this it is that about everyone like I had to fight so hard for this job and now this is what I'm doing really is that it so I think I've, we've always had it in us but yeah the coach just helps us then translate it into making it into our business and making it all work. Yeah. It's a bit like therapy. It is. It is. It's therapy yeah, what we're doing, honestly. Like therapy, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. putting your soul on a plate for sure. Yeah, and I was saying the other day that one of the best books I read about um, financial management is called, God, now I've lost the name now, but it's like a, the Meaningful Money Handbook, I think. And he talks about he asked the question in the book, so how do you, what do you want your uh, retirement to look like? And I was like, what? 
oh, what? Like, I don't know. And he said, but you should think about it now because, you know, it, it's retirement costs you a lot of money mm. and you never, you never think about it because you don't think that far away. And with the coach again, he's like, so what do you want your life to look like? Well, I don't know. Like, do you mean I can shape it? Do you mean I'm in control of, of how this thing works out? That's mental. And so many people don't ever ask themselves that question ever. Your, your business and the way that you guys have put your business together, it's kind of like, one of, when we were talking before we started recording, we were saying about like this like crazy ass world that's online where like you create this lifestyle and some people are in Dubai, signing a rubber ring, smoking a cigar or whatever it's they're doing that's what they wanted nine figure revenue from whatever that's rubbish uh whereas you 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 have you have managed to achieve like a business that provides you with the lifestyle that you're after and i think the problem that we've got today is that people just want to go from zero straight to that at whatever age that they are and i think from like speaking with you today i think there is quite a lot to take away from the fact that you hit you had kids and that's really shaped the way that you've managed to make a business work around that and provide you with a lifestyle that you're obviously kind of really pleased about. Um, but I think there's a, a massive part of that's like your maturity, having the family, and not necessarily when you set out when you're like 18, 19 to get the lifestyle that you've got now without the kids. I don't know if that's made any sense, but yeah. there's just like my, t it's an interesting learn for me. I'm kind of like thinking like, oh, okay. So like the ability to like be a bit more patient, be a bit more uh, like give and take with yeah. decision making. And then like really understanding that actually the really magpat shiny new shit doesn't actually really matter. Like no, it's just a waste were, of money. When you were talking about um, this podcast and, and, what your idea behind it is I thought this is so important because mm. we only ever hear about those unicorns don't mm. we like Steve Bartlett and and I'm sure he worked very hard but he's one in a million really yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and there's so many of us who who just put a lot of time and passion into it and have other things as well because some of those people I find it's just not sustainable like we listen to a lot of podcasts of those people um, and they often have no family no partners they work 15 hours a day every day and then they go to Dubai for two weeks and but that's just I think that's not sustainable not for me anyway so I think there's there's many people like us but we're not always celebrated because it's nothing special maybe but actually I think it's just as special because we're, we're we're making something work that um that comes from within we have no outside investment that can push us to the next level we're doing it all ourselves and we're we're having that family on the side that we can just um you know never send back they're always going to be there and always going to need us it's not like a partner we're like no no i need to focus my business you go away it's just with our kids that's never going to happen you know they're always going to need that space in our lives and it's it's a good thing <laughs> yeah definitely because i can remember we once went to a talk and a uh, guy who owned his his own business and he mentioned at a certain point that he had uh, two children as well and um, and I think I kind of asked him the question if you know how 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 he was finding it as a building this business as a as a dad and I mean the first answer I think he gave was you know I'm very fortunate that I that I have a wife at home da, 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 x y z and that that's lovely I guess that's the structure that we just live in currently 
But I walked away from that and I thought, I am so pleased that I'm a mother because my children give me a natural cut-off point. Like, it's yeah, enough yeah, now, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, I get that, yeah. Um, they need time, they need attention, and I... If, if I didn't have them, I would be an absolute workaholic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'd be I'd be happy. Crazy. I could relate to that right from the start of this starting this business. And I definitely about to scale back how much I work. So that completes this episode of Spotlight with. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe and we'll see you really soon for some more episodes.